0: Beginning April 2nd.
1: Live from the Fox Sports 1498 3FM studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina.
0: Gentlemen,
2: start your resume. <laughs>
1: Impex pre presents Start Your Engines. Find your next car, truck, or SUV at Impex Pre-Owned on Asheville Highway in Boiling Springs and ImpexPreOwned.com. Here's your racing team for today. Show producer, Ronnie Black. Author and veteran motor sports journalist, Deb Williams. Local action from winning car builder and owner, Alan Hill. Former NASCAR team manager and author, Greg Moore. And now... Here's your host for Start Your Engines, racing historian and author,
3: Perry Allen Wood. Well, good morning, Allen. Well, good morning, Ronnie. To begin with, I'm not Perry, I'm Ronnie.
4: And I'm Allen, and... uh... We are missing two of our cohorts here today.
3: I know it is. It's not like we're running on a three-wheel car. We're running on a two-wheel car. Two-wheel car. Got plenty of room in here this morning. We do. Now, we will talk to Greg a little bit later in the show, probably in the last half hour. Uh, He's still at home, convalescing, getting better. I talked to him a little while ago, and he does sound good, so he's getting better. Maybe he'll be back next week. And Perry's taking
4: a day off because he is a little nervous about right now. Yeah,
3: just a little bit.
4: <laughs> but uh, he's gaining a son-in-law. He's not losing a daughter. He's right. gaining a son-in-law. <laughs> that's what I try to tell people. You don't lose a daughter. You just gain a Now a... that's the truth. And uh hope everything goes well with Perry today. And uh, it'll be like a charm. That's I tell him. I oh, said, don't yeah. Don't worry about a thing. It's, it's going to take care of itself. And at the end of the night, uh, the last dances i mean first dance is what what really counts
3: yeah and but, speaking from uh experience like you have too there ain't a thing he can do today no hi uh,
4: he just sits back this is this is what you've done i don't know how old his daughter is probably 19 what probably well, she 20, just graduated she's 20 or 21 2021 somewhere low in there uh you've done your job yep. it's over with now pretty much uh we say it's a whib, but it's not really a never over whiff. It's just that uh <laughs> you just uh this is the time of uh your life that you enjoy seeing what you've accomplished in yeah, a way. It is. And uh but we've had a lot of racing going on. There has been a lot. And uh NASCAR last week, they was at Loud, New Hampshire, and uh we had another new winner.
3: I know. I was kinda glad to see him do it. He's he's gotten so close.
4: Yes. He'd gotten so close in that 20 car for uh, Joe Gibbs, and uh, he picked up a win, and that made uh, our 14th different winner of the season. So uh, now we've only got two spots left.
3: Two spots.
4: And got a lot of good cars on the outside that are looking in as far as in the points, but haven't won a race, and guess what? I mean,
3: Who's on the bubble right now? Do you have that handy?
4: uh, Yeah, we got uh, Martin Truex and Ryan Blaney are sitting there in 15th and 16th,
3: mm-hmm.
4: and but they have not won a race this year. And you could have, uh, I'd have bet the house. <laughs> oh,
3: tell me about it.
4: And you've got Kevin Harvick on the outside looking right. in. So uh, he's either got to win a race, mm-hmm. and uh, like you was talking about a little bit earlier out here in the lobby, everybody knows that he's good at Pocono. Yeah. And uh, Pocono is well, one of them racetracks. Uh, it don't have a turn four. Mm-mm. It's got three turns, they the say. The tricky but, uh, triangle. Trick or triangle. And, uh, mm-hmm. But uh, a lot of good deal for Kevin Harvick up there, and uh, everybody knows that uh, Ford kind of makes good torque power down in straightaways.
3: Well, one thing last week that surprised me a lot was the two spins that Kyle Busch had.
4: Yes, two spins, and most of them was right in front of the field, and he still come out clean. Yeah and uh and and didn't have help spinning no didn't have help spinning but uh he was a little complaining about his car which he is very vocal on, uh, Kyle. on the radio <laughs> yes he's very vocal on that radio he'll tell you what his car is and uh calm and collected Kyle calm and collected Kyle and uh this deal with the new car and not a lot of practice time and stuff like that you know Used to, back in the day, we used to have three or four practice sessions. You know, used to qualify yeah. and then come back out, practice. But uh, these boys, since they don't uh, change motors and stuff that much anymore, they don't put a qualifying motor in. They just have one race, one motor for the whole weekend. And uh, they kind of impound these cars. And
3: right. uh, Do uh, you ever see them going back to the practices like they used to have?
4: I don't think so. I mean, I just don't, I don't think they'll ever go back to them practices and don't get me wrong, uh, which, you know, you look at our other sports, Them boys practice all the time. Yeah. I mean, football and stuff like it, basketball, the, you know, but, uh, you know, used to use a loud, like, uh, you know, the boys used to come down to Greenville Pickens and practice at Greenville Pickens for the Martinsville race. Right. But, uh. Now, NASCAR's pretty much cut all that out. You don't hear them boys because we used to hear them, oh, they come to Greenville, and a lot of people would run over there just to be able to see their, you know, I ain't going to say, the heroes of our top names of the sport as far as practicing over at Greenville Pickens. Right. uh, But uh, they pretty much cut all that out, and I think they pretty much, uh, I think they still let them go to a little bit of the wind tunnels and stuff, but with these new car bodies and stuff that are carbon fiber, they pretty much set in their ways, and you can't really touch them because uh, NASCAR to them that's a no-no. Used to you used to have templates that you used to sit on top of the car, sit on the yeah. door panels and stuff. Not nowadays. They got they got a laser, and once you put that car up on there, it shoots a laser and it shoots it back, and it tells them exactly uh, if that car's been touched or whatever.
3: And and instead of practice, they're doing simulators.
4: Yes. Drivers are getting into simulators and, uh,
3: and we've heard recently that there's some of the drivers that can't do it as much as others yep. because they get squirrely headed.
4: Yep. And, uh, but these simulators now they are, I don't think you can predict, you can predict what's going around the racetrack because, uh, I've seen one a little bit earlier that they have already got, and it really looked like a real car going around the streets of Chicago. Did you see that? I saw that. And, uh, I sat there for a minute, I kept on looking at and it looked like I said, how did they already make his track up yeah. and get, get cars up there? But then they come in there and told me that this was just, this was just a simulation car going around the track and, uh, they can pretty much tell what it's going to do before it even hits the bumps and yeah. stuff. But, uh, that's how far our technology has gone in the recent years. Like I say, Richard Childers has got the war room and, uh, it pretty much tells the guys at the racetrack uh, when to pit, when not to pit, how many right. tires to take, and stuff like it. And uh, it's just getting. Sometimes you just got to, like Kyle Bush, you gonna you gonna you going voice your opinion.
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, was, speaking of things like that. Yeah. Denny Hamlin. Are are we gonna see some more fun from him and the one?
4: Oh yes, they like two magnets. They seem like, seem to be last which, week for sure. When when you got two cars, which you know, Denny Hamlin has always been a car that runs up front, stuff like that. And now this year, you got Ross Chastain. Uh, I ain't gonna say this is his first year that he's run up front, but now that you're running up front, guess what? I want to do. I want to I want to be there. Yeah. So uh, I don't I don't care if I have to, you know, rub you. Everybody knows that rubbing's racing. I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong. Uh, you seen a little bit of the, you seen a little bit of the six and the three car. They was rubbing under <laughs> caution down the back straightaway. Now, yeah, Atlanta. that's something you don't see every race. <laughs> I, they was doing a little bit more than rubbing. <laughs> yeah, uh, Kyle. I mean, not Kyle, but Brad K. He uh, he took a little offensive to the three car coming up to him and kind of rubbing him down the back straightaway. But mm-hmm. uh, that goes back. That goes back to the Michigan race where that brad was going to fall in i think was going to fall in behind the three car going down the front everybody knows this side drafting i hate this side drafting but you have to do it at places like michigan and stuff like that side draft you 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 funnel air off your nose into the guy's wheel well and it slows him down and it picks you up well guess what brad k he done there pulling off the three car at michigan and uh then was going to kind of deal of uh the three car need to come up off the bottom and Mm -hmm. brad was there and you'll have that i mean it it turned the three car head on into the wall pretty hard there so uh they kind of they kind of said there a little deal after the race uh brad said that you know i'll i'll call and talk to him and uh austin Dillon said no i don't i don't need to say nothing to him and uh that's uh They'll, they'll, they'll work it out one yeah. way or the other, one way or the other. They'll work it out there. They might be sent to the, the big red trailer, the big red trailer. When you get calls to the big red trailer, it's like they said before, boys, we don't need you. You need us. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, that's part of it. But, uh, another big thing that I seen last Sunday was the cutaway car.
3: Yes. And and you told me something about this. I really didn't appreciate.
4: Oh, the cutaway car. If you looked at it, the transmission is moved back to the rear end housing. You used to the transmission, used to be bolted to the bell housing. And you had to clutch right, right at the back of the motor. At the back of the motor. By the time you put uh, bell housing back there, which it still had a little bit of a housing on it, but uh, if you look at it, between moving the transmission back there, you've taken probably good, probably 100, 125 pounds away from that, which is bolted to the frame rail there. Right. You've got a cross member there that's kind of helps support it and stuff. And then the motor's molded to the f- front suspension itself. Well, when you run off into the corner, that puts that much more weight on the right front tire and the spring and stuff. Right. Well, now that they moved that to the back of the car and this hooked to the rear end housing the transmission is, you just got the tube of the dry shaft running back there to it. Now you've got the transmission that's actually hooked to the rear end housing And now you got your springs sitting on top of the rear end housing and now you've took the the 125 pounds out of the equation of being what we call rollover weight. Right. When their car runs off into the corner, if it's bolted up behind the uh, motor, it rolls over on the right front, stuff like that. But now since it's below the springs, it's what we call unsprung weight.
3: Now, that just lowers the center of gravity too doesn't
4: it? yep it kind of helps that center of gravity uh we've had one of our uh super late mile boys about probably about five six years ago they uh he had some engineers that kind of figured out something that would still get his car across weight and uh but uh it didn't affect the springs on the, on the car so whenever you do not affect the springs on the car as far as weight wise you take that little bit of equation when you're running off into the corner, if you run off two car lengths deeper, it puts a little bit more pressure on the right front. Right. If you can back the corner up, it takes a little Mm -hmm. bit off of it. So then you have a, what I call a variable weight difference right there. Right. But,
3: uh, and listen, we had a, a big rumor surface since last sat last Sunday.
4: Oh yes, we have since, uh, we talked to Deb last week. Right. Uh, Talking about Tyler Reddick was going over to the Toyota group for 2311. Uh, Now I've heard this week that uh, Bubba Wallace's contract as of 2023 will not be honored from now on or so... uh, Not be renewed. Will not be renewed. So uh, now we've got uh, one driver going out, and maybe we was wondering if it's going to start up a third car team at 2311. But now I'm pretty... You can kinda of pretty much see the writing on the wall.
3: Sure does sound like it, doesn't it?
4: Yes it does. Uh and uh everybody talks about uh money, uh contracts. Everybody knows that Kyle Bush is uh waiting on his contract with Joe Gibbs. And how
3: how much is that uh, like he's making sixteen point
4: nine million.
3: Holy moly. I believe I could get by on that.
4: Uh yes. Sixteen point nine million dollars is his contract and you go down the line and you've got Chase Elliott at eight million right. and you've got Kyle Larson at eight million. So uh there's a, there's quite a bit of difference there as far as money wise, but uh I think somebody will pick him up because Oh yeah. Don't get me wrong, uh I heard this week so everybody talks about our race car drivers kinda I heard this week that uh Ricky Stenhouse has got his house up for sale. But you know which house it was? It what? was Ernie Irvin's house. Ernie Irvin, whenever Ernie Irvin was living up here and stuff, yeah, it's got like 125 acres there. Uh, uh, I think it's like I think it's somewhere close to 15 million dollars. So don't uh, drivers might have a hard time, but uh, but now they do put a lot of time in at the racetrack.
3: They do, but
4: uh, let's go to our first break if you want to, and we're gonna come back.
3: I'll call Deb, and we'll. Get her on here and find out what she thinks about our rumor we're discussing. There you go. So we'll be right back right after this break. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Start Your Engines will
1: be back after this quick pit stop on Fox Sports 1498.3 you. Big selection, all great, better deals. Come and get it at Impex Pre-Owned on Asheville Highway. No payment for 45 or even the first 90 days at Impex Pre-Owned. Come check out the best selection of pre-owned vehicles and test drive your next ride today. Ask about our first time buyer's program. Hurry on over to Inpex Pre-Owned. 8989 Asheville Highway in Boiling Springs. We can get you driving no matter what.
5: Steve and Jerry here from the world-famous Beacon Drive-In in Spartanburg. Jerry, the Beacon opened back in 1946. How many years have we been serving great food at great prices? A-Plante! Seventy years? How many folks are we still serving every week?
6: A-Plante!
5: Well, like you always say, I like my job, but I love my customers. But can you say something other than a-Plante? let it! Join Steve and Jerry at the world-famous Beacon Drive-In, John White Boulevard in Spartanburg, where the food is still always good since 1946. The attorneys at Carolina
7: Law Group are your local injury attorneys. They will always fight for you and aren't scared of a big insurance companies. The best part about Carolina Law Group is that they are local, located here in Spartanburg. And when you call Carolina Law Group, you will always speak with an attorney, like Nahar Patel, who has recently voted as best injury attorney in the upstate, or attorneys Matthew Whitehead and Mitchell Bird, who were finalists for best trial attorney. The Carolina Law Group is aggressive and loyal and will fight for you. Call today,
8: 864-757-5555, or visit thecarolinalawgroup.com.
9: Image Printing is the
7: only shop in the upstate that prints signage, decals, banners, t-shirts, wide-format printing, full-color paper printing, and offers graphic design services all in-house. And now Image Printing is offering custom t-shirts with no minimum quantity. That's right, Image Printing now offers direct-to-garment printing, which means you can get your design printed on a t-shirt whether you want one or 1,000. Visit Image Printing at 845 California Ave across the street from the Spartanburg County Detention Center. Call 864-583-8848. Deb
1: Williams is trackside and ready to go. What's going on at this week's big race? Now let's go live to Deb.
3: Good morning, Deb. How are you doing today?
10: Oh, good morning. Just fine, thank you. It's a beautiful, sunny day at Pocono. Blue sky, not a cloud there.
3: That's great. So, you you got to go today or this yeah. weekend? Well,
10: I, I came up Thursday. I've been here since 79.
3: Oh, you've been having lots of fun then.
10: Huh? <laughs> no, not unless you want to. Well, I mean, I've been at the racetrack and, you know. <laughs> got to eat at the organic cafe they have, which has awesome food. Oh, okay. Uh you what, know, it's it's not a vacation when you're covering a race.
3: Well you were you surprised last night when they had to end the Arca race early?
10: Uh no, not considering how dark it was.
3: <laughs> okay, so it really was getting dark.
10: Uh, yeah. <laughs> Let's put it this way. As I was leaving the track my rental car has the automatic bright and dimmers on it, and they, they were working full force. Full <laughs> okay. Yeah.
3: Well, now, the kid that won that race.
4: Taylor Gray. Taylor Taylor Gray, Taylor Grace, mm-hmm. 17 years old.
10: Yeah, that's Tanner's younger brother. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah.
3: I was impressed that he had to uh, unlap himself a couple times.
10: Well, yeah, you know, Pocono is really a, an interesting track. Of course, it's triangular. It's 2.5 miles. And pit strategy plays such a role in every race run here. And it's, if you're positioned right, you can actually make a pit stop and uh, not lose a lap. But, you know, with ARCA now, They're not doing live pit stops, so I think maybe that helps him make up laps more in Arcanale. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're not doing live pit stops in an effort to help the teams reduce costs.
3: Okay, now, uh, Al and I were talking before the break about there may be some things going on at the uh, 2311 team, and and you may have something on that 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 can clarify things for us.
11: Well
10: it was interesting because when they made the announcement that Tyler Reddick would be going over there at the end of the 2023 season, Denny Hamlin stated they didn't know if they were going to have two cars or three cars. They just don't know how the driver shakeup is, is going to work out. And knowing how the emphasis that Michael Jordan puts on winning, because I covered Michael Jordan when he played basketball at Carolina right? when I was with UPI, I would say that you know Bubba's going to have to start producing victories right now or Michael Jordan won't stay with him. Right. But they did have Bubba at the press conference earlier this week when it was announced in Chicago about the Chicago street race. Okay. And I think that and I think that was because of Michael Jordan's tie to Chicago playing for the Chicago Bulls when he was in the NBA. Oh, I'm but, but, doubt. but Bubba was there.
4: But uh, Bubba did have a good race last week at Loudoun, New Hampshire.
10: He did. He had an excellent race at Loudoun. Bubba is known for his performance at Talladega and Daytona, and and he did well at Atlanta, too, since it's that super speedway-style racing there now. But I was impressed with the performance he had at uh, New Hampshire last week, and we can't forget that they switched some crew members between him and Christopher Bell, A week or so earlier so to have both Christopher Bell and Bubba finish in the top five at New Hampshire I think that has bode well for their performances the rest of the year
4: and so now that we've had 14 different winners with Christopher (laughs) Bell being the 14th now we only have two spots left don't we Deb?
10: Yes that's correct so currently the two people that can get in on points who still have not won are martin truex jr and ryan blaney and look at the number of races that we have left so we could get in a situation if we actually come up with 17 different winners then the person with one victory who is the lowest in points will be odd person out yep
4: so it's not really i know that nascar has dropped that win in un so uh this kind of framing is, or this racing season's kind of looking to that, uh, scenario that we might have 17 different winners.
10: Well, this new car is just so uh, competitive. And I think that's the sole reason that we have that is the new, the new car. That's what you can attribute it to.
3: Well, you remember about 20 or 30 years ago, the NFL decided they wanted parity among their teams.
10: Mm-hmm.
3: and it seems like that's what NASCAR has achieved.
10: Right, and the reason for that is because the the series had gotten with all the engineers and the availability, and this is why it was so difficult, say, for a team like the one Corey LaJoy drives for to be competitive like he was at Atlanta because your higher-budgeted teams, your Pinsky or Joe Gibbs, or Hendrick, with all the engineers and the fabricators they had, if they wanted something, they just went in and made it. And they can't do that now. No. And yeah, they've got to learn how to work with what they've got, and what they've got is what everybody else has.
4: Well, Deb, I noticed So it's it- not
10: a have and have-nots anymore.
4: Well, Deb, I noticed up there poking up last night, it- I felt sorry for it when the temperature was only seventy-one degrees there at the end of the race. So uh, <laughs> us down well, here we were still at the wash
10: away with the torrential rainstorm, that yeah. washed-out and yes, uh, uh, practice and qualifying.
4: But if ever
10: that was a nasty rainstorm.
4: Uh, if everybody does ever get the chance to go to Pocono, the scenery up there is just outstanding around that racetrack.
10: It is, and, of course, I love the P- Pocono Mountains. Yes. It's, uh, when I was traveling 28, having grown up in western North Carolina and those mountains, when I was traveling 28 to 30 weeks a year with seen. I always loved coming to Pocono twice in the summer because I felt like I was getting a little side trip to go to home again with the mountains and the lakes and everything. It's um it's very beautiful i don't think i'd want to live here in the winter though i've been told they can get their first snowfall in october
3: yep and uh i don't like winters like i used to
4: talk talking about talking about pocono uh whenever i was up there in the 80s and stuff jake elder was up there and everybody knows that everybody used to get a poker game started and the motels were like you know three-quarters of a mile apart well one time Jake stayed over, was playing cards inside. He'd walk back to his motel about 3 a.m. in the morning, and he got to the racetrack the next day and was talking about a bear I got after him up there.
10: <laughs> I don't doubt it one bit. And um, I actually, when I was driving to where I'm staying Thursday night, there was a deer just calmly walked across the road in front of me. And uh, do you remember when Neil Bonnet hit the deer on the the back of uh, or one of the I think it was the Long Pond Straightaway where Neil Bonnet hit the deer when they were out practicing oh. one time. Yep, We've had about every type of animal. They had a caution one time up here for a rabbit on the front stretch. They were trying to get a a rabbit off the front stretch during a cup race and they had to stop it. And, you, and um, then we've had fans on the racetrack too.
4: And you can show up there in the morning at 10 o'clock. We used to start first practice at 10 o'clock there. And they there'd be so much fog still on the racetrack that you couldn't even see the, the infield.
10: Yeah, I remember those days as well. <laughs> and uh, it's what's really neat now is how progressive Pocono has been. You know, they have the, the schools here, and your sports car clubs can come in and run, rent the track and run the um, event. But before Doc and Dr. Rose passed, they had a, installed a huge solar farm up here. So all the electricity at the track runs off of that solar farm. Wow. And it's my understanding that what they don't use, they sell to the town of long Pond. And now, Louis Mattioli's daughter has started an organic farm, and the cafe... Where you can eat all of the organic food that they have and and prepare and all, and they sell other organic problem products is absolutely wonderful. I eat in that cafe every chance I get. I in fact, I had lunch in there yesterday, and the amount of food that it's pr- it's a little pricey, but the amount of food that you get, you can make two meals out of it easy.
3: Well now, what did you eat for lunch yesterday?
10: I had a strawberry poppy seed salad with grilled chicken and now, a large mocha latte. That and just sounds entirely too healthy. <laughs>
3: well, I, th- I think and
10: Christopher Bell had strawberries and blackberries and feta cheese and all kinds of good stuff in there.
4: Well, I think Christopher Bell, he could have brought you some of that 21-pound lobster that he got for the win at <laughs> Loudon. Oh. Uh,
10: when I used to go to the New Hampshire races, I really made a pig of myself on lobster up there. <laughs> I missed that.
4: But uh, mm-hmm. before we get too far along, we need to get our picks in. We do. Tokenoken. And uh, Ronnie, he's done picked the four car of Harvick, and Greg's done mm-hmm. called in, and he's wanting a five car. And we do have a new leader that uh, Perry has took over the lead in my points as far as the Nelson Crozier award. So uh, Mm -hmm. since I get to pick for people that's out, I'm going to give him the 51 car of uh, Cody Ware, I think, (laughs) this
3: week. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I did something like that with Perry last year, and he's still fussing about it. Do what? I I did the same thing last year when Perry was out, and he's still fussing that I gave him a, a bum car
12: it's not
4: really a bum car but uh it's just his chances of uh no cars are bum my daddy used to get on me he said son you don't make fun of somebody else's race car i done that at jacksonville florida i said we're gonna have to race against stuff stuff like that." and the guy come around and lapped us before the night was over day looked at me and he said son don't make fun of another man's race car
10: (laughs) that's like when uh Bob Moore worked for R.J. Reynolds, and we had the five-dollar pool in the press box. And you would draw that he had the numbers in there of the favorite cars, and it was winner, first out, and then the field. So if you got the field, you know you'd find out who who got the other what car numbers, and we go from there. But it was the field, the uh, those probably top 10 or 12 cars from qualifying and then the first out. So that was, um, sometimes you got a pretty good, pretty good bunch of money.
4: So, okay. We've already got the four and the five car. It's already been picked. So, uh,
10: how about your pick, Deb? I want the nine, please, sir.
3: The
4: nine car. (laughs) Well, you can always tell Perry that she picked before you did. Yes. For him. Okay, uh, yeah, Lanny. He's probably going. Lanny's probably going to text us in that he's going to want Blaney. but I'll, I'll put a small uh, twelve beside yeah, his name. man. And
3: uh, and th- let's take a moment to mention Lanny McKinney. Yep. Who runs the Bud Moore website? Runs our podcast, and just generally helps us to not make as many mistakes. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, uh, Lanny.
4: I think I'm going to take the. I think I'm going to take Martin Truex there. Uh, Martin had a real good run last week going to he come in and made that two tire pit stop, and for some reason that car just didn't like that two car setup. Oh, I mean, two tires set up
3: he had, He ended up paying for that,
4: so uh did you hear anything out of that, Deb?
10: Well, you know, it was just it was very, very disappointing to everyone, and the question was they had been changing four tires all day, yep, when you had that dominant of a car. Why go with two tires when you hadn't tried it with two tires yeah. all day? If it ain't
3: broke, don't fix it. Yep.
10: Exactly, exactly. But I think what happened there was the crew chief looked at how many cars were on the lead lap and how mm-hmm. he pitted, and that was the reason he went with the, the two tires. But it certainly was not the way to go with Martin Truex's. I mean, let's face it, it's easy to Monday morning quarterback. Yeah. Um, yeah.
3: Now, was, was it uh, Truex's choice, or did the— chief make that decision, crew chief?
10: I don't think it was True X's choice. I think it was the crew chief's decision. Okay. Uh, uh, it was a strategy. Strategy called it went ride.
4: Yeah. I'm not a mm-hmm. big deal of that. Uh, you know, everybody's sitting there. You got dominant car. out there, 20, 20 car lengths in front of everybody, and that last caution comes out with three laps left to go. Now everybody's packed back up. He's got the choice. Do I pit? Do I stay out? If you... you it's not a good situation because the car you stay out, the car's behind you gonna pit, you're stuck and uh, I wish NASCAR would come up a little with something a little bit different there. Well, I mean what fun
10: would that be?
4: Uh, well, uh, it's it's kinda not it kinda makes me a little ill that you've had a dominant car and you still don't get the wind in a way just because yeah, of a
10: think think about it this way. Um I could just say that's racing. Yes, but I can remember when I worked at Penske and Matt Borland was Ron Newman's crew chief, and they would in the early in the race they would do a two tire stop so they could see how the car reacted on a two tire change versus a four tire change, so that if they wanted to do it later in the race they knew what the car would do or they knew not to do it later in the race. So where you put yourself in a bind is if you haven't tried it at some other point during the race, and then you expect it to work at the end of the race and the car's not going to react the same way.
4: Makes a lot of sense. Yep. And plus now too, you got these stages where everybody's wanting to win these stages for the points now. And, uh,
10: particularly if you're in the playoffs.
4: Yes. But, uh, we, uh, we running up on a commercial break here, Deb, but I want to say that I got to watch you last night on TV on the Renegades or the Outlaws of Racing, or the Bad Guys <laughs> of Racing.
10: I that last night.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I watched it after ARCA, and uh, the, after the ARCA race, and uh, I kind of like that deal.
10: <laughs> I thought they did a nice job with it. Well, I appreciate you mentioning that. Um, I actually had a person contact me on Twitter yesterday who had seen, me in, had seen me in the ESPN 30 for 30 on Tim Richmond. And he was asking if I was going to be here this weekend. He wanted to meet me. So we were trying to work cool. out some point in time to do that.
3: Well, I'm going to have to go home and, and look, it on, look for it on, my, on demand and see if I can find it because I didn't watch it last
10: night. Oh, they did an excellent job with that. They, they that was, and what surprised me about that show It was actually done by a producer who was working for NASCAR Productions at the time.
4: Cool. And the one I really liked in that deal was Ricky Rudd. You know, Mm -hmm. the whole time Ricky Rudd raced, uh, you kind of pretty much stayed away from that little guy because uh, he was pretty tough himself in the day.
10: Oh, he's like a little Banny Rooster and still is. (laughs) But but when you have uh, another brother and three sisters, you know, it, it was kind of had to fight around the house. <laughs> and, um, but he, speaking of R- Ricky, all the conversations about the aggressive driving and all reminds me of something Ricky Rudd said. And if you go back and look at somebody, say, like Earnhardt or Jimmy Spencer or some of the other really aggressive drivers, Ricky Rudd told me one time, he said, if you will notice, the really successful drivers wrecked a lot when they were in the early days of their career. And it's because of their aggressiveness. Once they learned how to control that aggressiveness, then they became very successful because once they learned how to control it, they knew when to use it and when not to use it. But if they never learned to control that aggressiveness, all they'll do is just continue to wreck a lot.
4: Well, that's kind of like my son-in-law. The first two years of racing that uh, I put him in the car, uh, He turned over four times, twice, twice within six days. And I'm sitting there looking at him. I said, me and you's going to be living in a mobile home with cardboard up for the windows if you don't quit wrecking this car. (laughs) 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 But then, but then about four years later, we got on a roll. We'd win 19. We won 19 races one season down here at the dirt track. And, uh, uh, but another driver come up and told me, he said, son, if you just put a set of bridle bits in his mouth and pull him <laughs> reins back a little bit, you're gonna have a good race car driver. But uh, if he uh, wants to get out of his car with his knees are shaking, he said you cannot put speed in a driver, but you can take speed out of a driver. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So uh, a good a good point there, Deb. Uh,
3: Deb, it's wonderful yeah. talking to you once again, and we look forward to talking to you next Saturday and and see what you think what will have gone on tomorrow at Pocono.
10: Oh, it's gonna today and tomorrow is gonna be interesting because today is the last race in the regular season for the Truck Series. Oh yeah, so the trucks. The Truck Series opens its playoffs next Saturday at uh, Lucas Oil Indianapolis Raceway Park.
4: And Todd Bowdin making his eight hundredth start.
10: Yes, and I actually have a story of comments from Todd on today dot com and. Todd had an interesting analogy as to why the young drivers race the way they do. And, and that's the lead on the story.
3: That sounds very interesting. But we're going to have to let you go right now because we do have to pay the bills around here.
10: Okay. I know. That's <laughs> the way it works. Right. Talking to you. Have a good afternoon and a good weekend.
3: Thank you, Deb. All right.
4: Bye-bye. Thank
10: you. Bye-bye.
3: And Ronnie? she's the smartest woman i know yes sir and And we are going to have to get out of here for a break and you've been listening to start your engines on 98.3 fm fox sports spartanburg
12: Ricky's Drive-In West and Little Rick's East on Asheville Highway are your go-to stops for chili dogs, cheeseburgers, and so much more. Right now, all combos are just $6, and all kids' meals are just $3. And it's easier than ever to take advantage of these deals with their convenient drive-thru. Do you have a big appetite or several mouths to feed? Ask for the drive-thru special. Ten hot dogs, a large fry, and a gallon of tea for just $22.99. Ricky's Drive-In West on Blackstock Road and Little Rick's East on Asheville Highway. The drive-thru is open.
7: If you're riding around in your car listening to a game and your car radio sounds like this, and you want it to sound like this, there's the pass to Leitner. Puts it up. Oh! then you need to visit Elite Audio on Asheville Highway. Elite Audio sells and installs premium audio systems for your vehicle. Car stereo speakers, DVD players, navigation systems, and so much more. So stop riding around listening to busted speakers and subpar audio quality and visit Elite Audio today online at EliteAudioOnline.com. Elite Audio, 1504 Asheville Highway. You dream it, we build it.
1: Visit our website at SpartanburgSportsRadio.com. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM. WSPG Spartanburg.
13: River
12: Falls Plantation, a Gary Player signature course, is open to the public. Membership opportunities are available, though, including family, corporate, and individual memberships. They offer a discounted membership for seniors over 60 and juniors under 30. But you heard me right. You don't have to be a member to play at the beautiful course at River Falls. Don't have time for a full 18? Why not nine for just $25 every Monday through Friday? Schedule your tee time today by calling 433-9192 or go online to riverfallsgolf.com.
13: McDonald's is hiring right now. Get more than just a job. Start building your future today. Working at McDonald's, you'll get paid time off, health care benefits, free employee meals, competitive wages, and a flexible schedule. Apply today at mcdonalds.com made. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. McDonald's and McDonald's independently owned and operated franchisees are equal opportunity employers committed to a diverse and inclusive workforce. Most McDonald's restaurants are operated by franchisees who are independent employers and set their own employment policies and practices for their employees. The benefits described here are available at McDonald's-owned restaurants and participating franchisees.
15: I see the bad moon
3: I see trouble
4: on the way All right and welcome back to Fox Sports Spartanburg, uh 983 FM and podcast and uh we're going to get some of our local results here we're going to start off with harris Speedway last Saturday night Thunder Bomber Futures, first place went to Charlie Minter, second went to Josh Mathis, third went to Matthew Tucker. In the Young Guns Division, first place went to Caden Presnell, second went to Keely Laws, third went to Nick Norris. In the Thunder Bomber Division, first place went to Stetson Todd, second went to Tyler Gass, and third went to Justin Watts. Front Wheel Drive Division, first place went to Scott Collinger, second went to J.B. Moser, and third went to Eddie McGrew renegade slash street stock as two divisions combined first place went to tony pierce second went to josh burgess third went to david wales and the pure stock division first place went to taylor johnson second went to joey kelly third went to bradley williams and the run what you brung division first place went to josh Ayer. second went to monk gullage third went to jamie decker crate sportsman division first place went to cody ursley second went to tanner fortune Third went to Taylor Johnson. Uh, Cherokee Speedway had eight divisions there last Saturday night. Headlines were the 602 late models there, $2,000 to win. And picking up that $2,000 was John Ruggiero Jr. in that 44 car for Mr. Jimmy Wilson. Uh, second went to Dale Timms. Third went to Brian Mullis in the Thunder Bomber division. First place went to Madison Hoots. Second went to Ricky Bogan. Third went to Luke Doggett. Extreme four division first place went to Travis Langford second went to Dale Bennett third went to Eric Casey young guns v8 division popular Visionaire. now first place went to Ronnie Benson second went to Cole Daughtry and third went to Ashley Massey super sportsman division first place went to Brad Williams second went to Josh Wilkerson third went to Cade Langley and the stock four division. First place went to Nick Walker, second went to Kevin Cooper, third went to Travis Mosley. The Powder Puff Division talked about it a little bit last week. First place went to Keith Martin. Second went to Danielle Langford. And third went to Carrie Messer. And the Stock Crown Vic Division. That's all Ford Division. First place went to Hayden Vanderbilt. Second went to Justin Armour. And third went to Isaac Quiet.
3: Now, I believe you told us last week or week before last that in that uh, Crown Vic that most of them tried to run the old police interceptors. Yes.
4: Uh, don't get wrong. You'll, you'll go online and stuff like that. You'll see which one had the most horsepower and stuff like that, which one had the most high performance. Uh, uh, my engine man used to tell me what heads we'd be looking for. When we run in renegade division, you had to have like a open chambered head and stuff. So uh, you go in there and you start looking online that you'd find, and don't get me wrong, uh, when you got a son-in-law that worked at the Chevrolet place uh, for years <laughs> and years, and he has, he has the access to the computers there at the Chevrolet place, he can pretty much look and see what kind of heads are the most uh, flow and uh, most, uh, what I say, uh, I ain't going to say illegal, but uh, right on the line of being there give you a little something special. Give us just, you need that little edge. That's all you need. Uh, Travers Red Speedway, they race on Friday night there, so we're going to give last night's results. Thunder Bomber Futures, first place went to Michael Thompson. Second went to Keith Vane. Third went to Jacob Trotter. Extreme Four Division, first place went to Tyler Cap. Second went to Chris Nars. Third went to Dean Riddle. In the Vintage Division, first place went to Joe Earle. Second went to Kyle Norwood. Third went to Jeremy Fowler. In the Thunder Bomber Division, first place went to Tyler Gass. Second went to Josh Ayers. Third went to Dwight Smith. In the Rookies Division, first place went to Nick Norris. Second went to Dale Bennett. Third went to J.J. Coggins. In the Crate Sportsman Division, first place went to Timmy Smith. Second went to Lee Hitchton, And third went to Jesse Wall. Pure Stock Division. First place went to Bradley Williams. Second went to Kevin Nations. Third went to Devin Kelly. And the renegade, all I got was qualifying results. Uh, don't have the main event, but uh, I can tell you who was fast there. Fastest qualifier of the night was Josh Burgess with 18.194. Second was Wally Fowler in 18.519. And third was Blake Blentley in 18.847. Everybody knows that Traverse Rest uh, over there in Greenville County, they got a curfew. So they've got to they got to get these races in or they get fined. So uh, don't know what the deal was with the Renegade and deal there that they didn't post up their results. But uh, hopefully I'll get them and give them to you just a little later on. Okay. Now let's go to some of our super late model boys. Super late model boys are in Nebraska at I-85, I-80 Speedway. Mm-hmm. I won't say 85 because it's right up the road here, but uh, they're there for a three-day deal. Uh, tonight, on Saturday night, they got $53,000 to the winner. You had to start there racing on Thursday night for preliminary races to get start getting your points. And uh, Chris Madden won there on Thursday night, but on Friday night, our local driver, Chris Madden, got in a bad crash in a heat race. He'll have to go to the B main tonight to be able to get into the A main which is 80 laps tonight, but starting on the pole is Mike Mahler. Uh, starting outside of him will be Tim McCready. Third is Bobby Pierce. Fourth is Ricky Thornton Jr. Fifth is Max Blair. Sixth is Earl Pearson. Seventh is Jonathan Davenport, who won our Eldora million and stuff. Uh, and then eighth starts, uh, Jimmy Owens. So, uh, going to be a good racing good show tonight at i80 speedway in nebraska for your super late models uh make them pick it up on mav tv and stuff uh but uh we also got some good local racing going on here at cherokee speedway this weekend they have an Mideast summer classic there which is a two-day deal uh last night they had some of the main events and some of the qualifying but tonight Headline in there is going to be the 604 late models, $2,000 to win, $200 to start. Also, got the 602 late models, which is $1,200 to win, $125 to start. The Mid-East Modifieds are there, $1,250 to win, $125 to start. Also on the program is the Street Stocks, $1,500 to win. Thunder Bombers, $1,000. Front-wheel drive, $1,000. Stands is $20. Uh, pits is 35 kids, 10 and under free. Uh, if you cannot make it there, mid East TV is going to be carrying this, uh, live streaming. Uh, don't know how to get to the Mideast East TV deal. Uh, but, uh, for our viewers that cannot make it to Cherokee speedway, uh, like I say, you can watch it from your own home and stuff. But if you don't and you want to go to another venue tonight which is harris speedway got six divisions up there uh they kind of leaving the thunder bombers off so that they can boys can travel over to cherokee speedway to race for the thousand dollars there and uh kind of kind of like harris speedway working with another racetrack there but the divisions that they're going to have at harris speedway is going to be the sharp mini late models the crate sportsman division pure stock division thunder bomber futures Young Guns, stock, front-wheel drive. Gates at Harris are going to open up at 4 o'clock. Drivers' meetings at 7 o'clock. Stands is $15. Uh, Pitts is $30. Kids 12 and under get in free. This is a shortened, like I say, a shortened version of this to uh, let the Thunder Bombers go on over to Cherokee Speedway tonight to race for the bigger money. Also, next Friday night, Carolina Speedway, they will have the street stocks up there. They uh, actually moved from Cherokee Speedway to race up at <clears throat> Carolina Speedway next uh, Friday night. Going to be racing for a thousand dollars up there. Also, they're going to have some uh, what I call fun racing up there. Uh, they're going to have a flag pole race, eight laps. Uh, They're going to have a backwards race, five laps. They're going to have a Chinese race eight laps then they're gonna have an enduro 50 lap race and then a demolition derby so not it, a lot
3: of tracks do that kind of stuff anymore a lot
4: of tracks do they don't do that stuff but these boys gonna do that all i know if you got a roll back and going up there and you can that them boys just some of these boys just leave their car there you can haul them off on monday morning to the scrap <laughs> iron place make you a little bit of money but uh Pits up there are going to open up at 4.30, uh, $30 to get in the pits. Stands open up at $5, $15 to get in. Driver's meeting is going to be at 7 o'clock. And we was talking about some of our uh, local racing and stuff like that. Excuse me for a second. I dropped my piece of paper. Let's go to Lawrence Speedway last week. They had the weekly points race down there for eight divisions. They had the Thumber Dumber. Thunder Bomber Futures. First place went to Brian Lambert. Second went to Brandon Bagwell. Third went to Ricky Phillips. Front Wheel Drive Division. First place went to Cody Page. Second went to Joel Cabe. Third went to Wayne Heatherly. Thunder Bombers. Ah, one of Danny's good friends. First place went to Michael Owensby. Second went to Chris Patterson. Third went to Rod Tucker. 602 Crate Late Models. First place went to Brad Rachel's. Second went to Bailey Rushton. Third went to Jasper Brown. Mini late models, first place went to Stephen Blue, second went to Scott Nelson, third went to TJ Kreisman, and the monster minis, first place went to TJ Teal, second went to Stacy Brock, third went to Ronnie Johnson, and uh, the limited late models, I was going to check into that, but uh, this is a late model car, So, uh, but first place went to Luke Cooker, second went to Frank Coates, third went to Brad Basley. Young Guns. First place went to Aiden Hodge, and second went to Carson Taylor. Uh, only two cars there, so Carson can still say, I run second. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that so, works. So, uh, second, second. I- I got a special guest coming up here at the eleven o'clock hour. One of the guys that runs in the Pure Stock division. His name is Nathan Showtime Pierce, uh, and he's been at it a while. He's been at it a while. He officially recorded his 500th win the other week, and that's
3: uh, official.
4: Official. He has got more than that, but since they started keeping records at different race tracks, now uh, he's officially got his 500th win. He used to race in the renegade division when my son-in-law, we started out in 2006, 2007. And uh, a good guy to race with. One of them that race you hard, rub you, but uh, will not wreck you. And uh, a lot of good racing and uh, like, you know, going to enjoy talking to him up here in this next next segment. So uh, we are going to a commercial break here, right?
3: We've still got about 30 seconds.
4: Oh, 30 seconds. So oh, the top of the you, hour break. Oh, okay. I was just, I'm sitting here trying to read these oh, numbers. Oh, yeah, to my hand you. signals. Sometimes <laughs> they get funny. <laughs> but, uh, okay. Like I say, uh, then after that, we're going to give some, uh, local drag racing results from, uh,
3: Hank, Hank Gotten.
4: Got him on standby after we got, uh, Nathan Showtime Pierce. And, uh, we're going to get into that a little bit later on with Hank Gotten at Greer Dragway. So, uh. Like I say, for all our listeners, stay tuned and, go and we'll go be over. right back.
1: Download our app on your smartphone or mobile device. Fox Sports Spartanburg 98.3 FM. WSPG Spartanburg. We are. And here's what you need to know.
11: Incredible night of Major League Baseball on Friday starting in Boston where the Toronto Blue Jays defeated the Red Sox 28-5, coming within two runs of the modern Major League record. Danny Jansen of the Jays' two home runs, six RBI. Rymel Tapian inside the park grand slam for Toronto. The Houston Astros winning at Seattle 5-2, breaking the Mariners' 14-game winning streak. Aaron Judge of the Yankees, two home runs and a 7-6 victory at Baltimore. Judge now leads the majors with 36 home runs. He's hit six in his last seven games. However, early this morning, the New York Post reported that Yankees reliever Michael King will miss the rest of the season after breaking his right elbow in the eighth inning. Dramatic finish in Los Angeles. Dodgers beat the Giants 5-1 as Cody Bellinger broke a 1-1 tie with a grand slam home run in the bottom of the eighth. I'm Isaac Lowenkron.
12: Hey, this is Ryan Cleary. Join Anthony Greer, Alex Smith, and myself weekday afternoons for Open Mic, Spartanburg's longest running radio show. Whether it's high school athletics, Carolina or Clemson, USC Upstate, the Braves, we've got opinions and we want to hear from you. Open Mic, 3 until 6 p.m. on Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM, and of course the Fox Sports 1400 app. At
16: Janny, your goals are our priority. When you work with Jannie, it's about going beyond investing. It's about connecting your life and finances. When it comes to managing your wealth, you probably have plenty of questions and more than a little uncertainty. What you need is a plan built to connect your goals to your wealth. Financial advisor Trent Lancaster is here for you. Trent can build a tailored financial plan and make recommendations that are aligned with your best interests based on your unique needs, goals, and preferences. Conveniently located, in the Spartanburg office. Trent can discuss how he can help you connect your life and finances. Contact him by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Jenny Montgomery Scott, LLC. Member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC.
1: Have you been in a car or motorcycle wreck or an accident involving an 18-wheeler? Have you been injured in a workplace accident? If any of these things happen to you, you need to call the Carolina Law Group today. The Carolina Law Group isn't afraid of the big insurance companies, and they will fight for you. Call today to speak with an attorney for a free consultation. In Spartanburg and Greer, call 757-5555. And in Greenville, call 312-4444. The Carolina Law Group attorneys are your local injury lawyers. With four
5: convenient locations to serve you in Spartanburg, Greenville, and Greer. Visit them online today at thecarolinalawgroup.com. Steve and Jerry here from the world-famous Beacon Drive-In in Spartanburg. Jerry, the Beacon opened back in 1946. How many years have we been serving great food at great prices? A-Plante. Seventy years? How many folks are we still serving every week?
6: A-Plante.
5: Well, like you always say, I like my job, but I love my customers. But can you say something other than a-Plante? let's Join Steve and Jerry at the world-famous Beacon Drive-In, John White Boulevard in Spartanburg, where the food is still always good since 1946. The Hub City Farmers Market is back. They will be open from 11 to 2 on
0: March 19th for their final winter market, and then they'll be open every Saturday from 8 to noon beginning April 2nd. The Hub City Farmers Market features the freshest local produce, meat and dairy products, as well as artisan crafts and bath and body products from local vendors. Every Saturday will feature live music as well as activities for the kids. Remember to shop local with the Hub City Farmers Market, presented by Spartanburg Regional, located at 498 Howard Street, Open every Saturday beginning April 2nd.
1: Live from the Fox Sports 1498 3FM studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina.
0: Gentlemen, start
2: your resume. <laughs>
1: Impex owned presents. Start your engines. Find your next car, truck, or SUV at Impex Pre Owned on Asheville Highway in Boiling Springs and ImpexPreOwned.com. Here's your racing team for today. Show producer, Ronnie Black, author and veteran motor sports journalist, Deb Williams. Local action from winning car builder and owner, Alan Hill. Former NASCAR team manager and author, Greg Moore. And now, here's your host for Start Your Engines, racing historian and author, Perry Allen Wood.
3: Good morning once again, and I'm not Perry Allen Wood. I'm Ronnie, and Perry is getting ready to marry off his youngest daughter. Well, his youngest child. He's got a son and a daughter. And uh, Greg is at home again this week. And hopefully we'll talk to him in about 45 minutes. And, but right now I've we've got a guest coming up that I, I'd like for you to introduce Alan. All right. I'd like to
4: introduce you to a local, uh, winner here at our local tracks. Uh, Nathan Showtime Pierce. A uh, uh, legend. Yes. How are y'all
17: doing this morning?
4: Doing good, Nathan. Uh, welcome to the show.
17: Thank y'all. Privileged to be there.
4: All right. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, About what age did you get into racing?
17: I was probably in my 20s, early 20s. uh, I lived out there in the big town of Dallas, Texas, there when I was younger and got to feeling these things back in the early 80s. So uh, I was probably in my early 20s.
4: Well, what brought you out here from Dallas, Texas,
17: from what I want to know? My mother and father, you know, I, my mother's originally from that area, and then my he's originally from this area. And uh, so we were sort of back and forth, you know, as kids back and forth, uh, here, there, and yonder. In and, and my teenage years, I was out there a lot. And then uh, as I got older, yeah, I got to missing home, so I, I came home. This is home to me.
4: <laughs> okay. Uh, so what got you into racing, Nathan?
17: <sighs> we was over in uh, Grand Prairie one time when I was probably 16, 17 years old and got to do some spectator racing, they called it back in them days, and I think they still have some of that around here now, but uh, that's where it all started. And then I was probably uh, 20, 25 years old when I finally built my first race car and got into it and done it out there for several years. And then when I came home, um, I had uh, met Johnny Hill. I know everybody knows Johnny, Uh, I'm going to blame it on him for where I'm at today. So (laughs) I got to hanging out with him. I had him paint a car for me, and he was racing uh, Harris and Cherokee and uh, going around Green Hill, places like that, Riverside. And uh, I got to hanging out with him a little bit there and full blown got right back Mm -hmm. in it and uh, never looked back. As a matter of fact, uh, in the last 35 years, I don't recall even missing a race, you know, other than. When Amy was born in uh, April, uh, back in 08, when uh, Butler was still around, give my wife a bag of cooked candy down there one night for a qualifier race. I think y'all was there at night. We had that big qualifier race, and we sat on the pole for that thing, and Amy come at night, and that was the only race I can remember ever missing.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Have you always raced dirt, or have you got any asphalt experience?
17: I've done a little bit of asphalt. I, you know, here's my thing. asphalts are going to the race. <laughs> <That's where
1: I'm
4: laughs> and, uh, on the side of your car, I know that, uh, originally the number is like seven, but every time I see it, it's showtime. How'd you get this showtime deal?
17: I used to drive for a guy by the name of Max Jones. And I know a lot of people still remember Max. He was, man, I tell you, he's just like a brother to me. He's the one that actually came up with the name, um, one night sitting home watching tv but he's one that actually drove that car in the 90s and i was driving the 7-eleven car and um he decided he didn't want to race no longer and i started driving what's called the showtime car back then uh which was a red monte carlo and uh probably been 23 24 25 years ago and then mike butler got behind it um and, man, he really promoted it. Uh, so it, it sort of stuck with me from back in the early 90s, um, from there on. And, and, you know, it just stuck. It was a fitting and name, and, and it just stuck with us
4: yep and uh a lot of our fans they know that cherokee speedways has a mike butler memorial race over there he was a long time photographer over at cherokee speedway a lot of good pictures out there took a picture of my grandboy and 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 blowed it up into like a 14 by 16 and give it to me and i still got it hanging up in the house there and uh it's uh miss mike butler
17: yes sir we do too miss him very much he's uh he was a close friend of mine. Uh, like I say, he promoted me for a long, long time. And Mike was probably one of the best promoters I'd ever seen to not be a promoter at a racetrack. So yep. um, he's well missed.
4: <clears throat> yes, he is. Uh, everybody misses him. He'd set his tent up right beside the scale area right there. And you'd walk right by there. And you'd always have to stop and look, see if you had your picture. He'd have your picture in there somewhere. Uh-huh. And uh, and he he wouldn't. He wouldn't. That he was not making a lot of money off of those pictures, if people
3: realized that. Oh, if you knew him, you knew it was a labor of love.
17: Yes, that's right. That's right. It was labor of love for him, yep. and, and 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 he done very well with it. Yes, he did.
3: Well, now I want to ask you a question that I probably wouldn't ask you if you were a woman. But how old are you now, Nathan? Sixty-five.
4: Sixty-five. Yeah. And. and-
17: so,
3: do you still feel like going into racing every weekend or has it become a drudgery yet?
17: No, I'm going to tell you, I, I, am probably as bad as not worse <laughs> now. Uh, you know, I used to, you know, right before Amy was born, I decided, you know, man, have I have had enough of this, you know, and, um, I don't know. It was just like, we called another win when she, came along <laughs> you know, she was born at the racetrack per se. I, I she's never missed the race and, yeah. um, you know, now it's like, uh, if even if we're not racing, she's, oh, let's go race, down let's go race. You know, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it's, sort of, it's sort of a family tradition for us. So, you know, I, we're going to do it as long as the good Lord let me do it. Uh, I'm going to try to, and I think she's going to try to do a little racing too, her and Brooke both. So. Well,
15: that sounds well, great.
4: I, I know you let them get out there and help you wash the car and stuff, don't you?
17: It's mandated. That's just a job <laughs> they had since they was uh, born. So, you know, yeah, they're they're a big part of this deal and uh this mandate they got to work so many hours in the shop a week and they got to wash the cars and uh, all that good stuff so yeah it's, it's totally totally family-oriented thing
4: because a lot of times here on saturday morning i'll announce your name is winning at cherokee speedway plus winning at harrison perry when he's here he'll look at me and say how does he do that i said uh, well i'll get him on the show here and we're gonna ask him do you have two different cars at two different tracks or do you load one car up and you take it all the way to Harris or do you have no, some, huh? We
17: got, all we got is Betty Lou at, uh, yeah, multiple cars. We went sort for of park, but, uh, no, we, uh, we just load up at the racetrack. You know, like if we're at Harris, we'll load up at Harris and then fly back to Gatney and, yeah. uh, and then, uh, you know, and then on, uh, like say we at Gatney and, uh, you know, Harris is running behind or whatever. Uh, We'll fall in there and and, uh, do the same thing. Just haul, you know, haul the mail back on that part (laughs) of the racetrack. And uh, been blessed, buddy. We've uh, we've won a bunch of races on, you know, on a Friday night or a Saturday night. We've won both. So
3: well, did we just hear you slip in the name of your car?
17: Yeah, that's Betty Lou. They they nicknamed her several several years ago, and uh, man, she's uh, she's staying strong. That thing has been flawless since the day it rolled out on the floor. So, um, it's, it, you know, we got a new car, but it's hard to bring out a new car when you got one she likes so good. Yeah. Uh, Jada,
4: she used to, she used to, name our race cars. We had one called Princess. We had that one called Flipper, the one that Danny kept on turning upside down. <laughs> and then I had one that she went, I said, it's just SOB. <laughs> 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 but, uh, didn't you have some health problems a few years back?
17: Yeah, back in July of 2010, we were running pretty much up at uh, Thunder Valley. And uh, this coming Sunday will be 11 years, 12 years, be 12 years.
18: Um,
17: but anyway, yeah, we was up there. Uh, man, you know, we was racing Yachty we was racing Thunder Valley. We was running Harris. We'd go to Riverside and we was going everywhere, just, you know, running ourselves out. And, but we had, uh, we was up there at the valley that night and, uh, had a massive heart attack and didn't, they had, I had what they call a silent killer. Um, uh, if it hadn't have been for Ronald Legan, I wouldn't be here today witnessing to nobody. Uh, I, cause I'm gonna be honest with you, he's, he saved my life that night. He told me, he said, you, you, you're dying and don't even realize it. And he was right. So they airlifted me out of there and, uh, fresh out of the race car, man, and, uh, you know, still in denial, but, um, yeah, it's been a while now, so uh, yeah, we're thankful to be here. Yes, we are.
3: Sounds like you back with a vengeance, though.
17: Oh, uh, we came back uh, two weeks later, right after a massive heart attack, and picked up where we left off. And uh, I think we won like 13 in a row, um, out of that heart attack. So, um, and you know, we've been best ever since. I mean, that, it's just uh, it's amazing that the ride that we've been able to take in the last 10, 15 years.
3: Well, Alan mentioned earlier that you've got 500 official wins. Do you have any idea of how many you've got that weren't counted in that?
17: You know, we uh, we we started researching this thing back in uh, 2015, and because i never really was what you say kept up with that stuff. I'm I never I, I just ain't never been into it for the wins or the championships or none of that stuff. It's just a love of driving these cars, but. We had got to researching this thing back in 15 and just counting trophies and stuff. And then when they nominated us for the uh, hall of fame back in '19, um, we started getting a better count and off of records and stuff. It was, you know, still there. And, um, uh, I don't know, you know, officially, I don't know how many, uh, you know, it was just feature wins. We know of it's five of three right now. Um, but there's probably still a few of them in there somewhere. Uh, man, I'm thankful just to win one anymore. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Absolutely, 500 is a, something that you just don't a dream of doing.
4: Well, tell us which one's your favorite track. I know you've got wins at Gaffney, Harris, Travers Rest, Carolina. I seen you go up all the way up to Carolina. As a matter of fact, I think you got a camper or something. I passed you. I was coming. I was coming back from Charlotte and seeing you going towards Gastonia on a Friday afternoon.
17: Man, we've been to uh, Georgia. We've been to Texas. We've been everywhere. But, uh, you know, my favorite, all of them. I mean, if, if they're race, I want to be there. And, uh, you know, I, I'm I'm at the end of the day, I'm a racer. And, and it don't make no difference to me where, when, or what time. If they are running my division, we, we game. Just,
4: just as long as it's got
17: dirt. That, as long as it's got dirt. Now, like I said, I have thoughts for getting married. Racing's on dirt.
3: <laughs> well, now, something I've learned over the last few years with Allen, is that different tracks may have what's called the same division, but they've all got their own sets of rules. Has that been a problem for you in, in all your travels?
17: You know, we've we run against more than what we actually have and, and been successful. And uh, I don't think we've run against nothing no less than what we have uh you know but uh even back in you know back in the renegade days and i may i know you could witness to this um uh, i didn't have the equipment that a lot of those guys had and you know had a lot of success uh but um i've just been blessed in it i mean god has blessed me to you know to no end with this racing stuff and you know i don't know um what the plan was in store for us or whatever as far as going, I don't know if it was just to get you know the word of God out there or what it was, but uh, man, we've been we've been very successful. with What we've had.
4: Well, uh, tell us a little bit about your sponsors. Who helps you on this car?
17: Well, first and foremost, I'm gonna have to give it all out there to Jesus Christ, guys, because I couldn't do it without Him. Period. I mean, He gives me the strength and the abilities to do what I do. But uh, my wife and kids, they they play a big role in this deal. Like I said earlier, it's mandated that they spend so many hours in the shop a week, so. Um, I got to get them in there, but, uh, Bronco's best in restaurant, um, uh, Ray's Raps, Smith's pools out of far city, little seizures, Joe Stevenson's, to- you know, Joe's towing out of Chester. They've been with us for years. And, uh, snap on tools, Nathan, Greg, Keys auto sales, weasel engineering, Grail central, um, Johnny Evans, buys junk cars, BJ's drawings, Carolina tradition, and Stephen Moore photography. Um, and I tell you, man, it, it takes a group uh, to keep these things rolling, especially this day and time as high as things we've got. But um, we couldn't do it without none of them. I mean, we—you we, got to have all of these to help you.
4: Yes, you do. Uh, are you planning on racing tonight somewhere?
17: Yeah, we uh, actually getting ready to start uh, putting stuff in the trailer and the motor home, and we headed up to Harris tonight. Um, we uh, we run won our limit up there last week had to start the rear and had a little bit of catastrophic failure so we got to go back and try to redeem ourselves tonight
4: oh yeah i like it coming from the rear that way my daddy used to say son if you start on the front row uh they always say well he just won because if you start the rear and come to the front they ain't got no excuse
0: this is
4: true (laughs) (laughs) even though your car might not look so good at the end of the night
17: Hey, amen to that
4: brother i promise you mine was uh looked like it been for a meat grinder <laughs> i kind of i kind of went over at cherokee speedway they'd tell danny after we'd win three in a row you'd have to start the rear of the main and uh danny looked at one guy he said you just hold your line i'm coming by you either on the high side or the low side <laughs> he said i've only got 12 laps to get there and it's it's, it's going to be a short night
17: <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly right. Boy, I tell you, I miss them days too, them old renegade days running with Danny and them and uh man, that was a lot of fun back in them days. It's still a oh. lot of fun. I, I like yeah. to say, I, I I still have a good time, but uh it just seemed like the older you get you start looking back, uh, nowadays especially, you know, um things are just so much simpler back then, it seemed like.
4: Oh yeah. We used to run uh, street tires. Everybody used to look for those turbo techs and master crafts and stuff. Yeah. We had those 12 bolt rear ends up underneath there. Matter of fact, I think you broke a axle over on one night in the heat race, and I was yep. up there with you had a chain there trying to jerk the axle out of the right side of your rear end house, and I was up there helping you try to get it out so that sure. you get another one in for the main event.
17: That's exactly right. And I tell you that, uh it was some fun times having worked on them things back in them days. Which I you know, we pretty much still run that same stuff. Yep. Uh, today we're on straight tires and all now. Uh, basically these cars that we run in was of that renegade car. I don't think we got we don't didn't have the headers or nothing like that, but it's you know still stayed to, to the same basically the same stuff that we run back then.
4: So uh since you're going to harris night wish you all the luck in the world up there at harris uh, you keep her clean and out front and just keep everybody it's like i told danny i said uh, just throw the rear view mirror out the back don't worry about what's behind you look what's in front of you <laughs>
17: hey man a mirror gets in
4: trouble uh wish you good luck is tonight and uh we gotta say goodbye to you uh great interview thank you for your time today i know you had to take a little bit of time for from not working on that car but uh like i say sometimes uh, good lord blesses us in different ways
17: amen i agree with you buddy and i appreciate y'all having me on
3: thank you we we'll hope we'll get you again soon nathan yes sir appreciate you thank you that's nathan showtime pierce yes sir who absolutely is a legend
4: yes he is uh like i say record 500 wins here and uh going again tonight at harris speedway actually i think he said that he's done one since they officially recorded that he's done one about three or four more times so he's, yeah, he's he said above he's in 503 five, three right yeah 503 oh so uh like i say wish him all the luck in the world and uh let's go to our st- next station break
1: start your engines we'll be back after this quick pit stop on fox sports fourteen hundred and ninety eight three ff Big selection, all great, better deals. <laughs> Come and get it at Impex Pre-Owned on Asheville Highway. No payment for 45 or even the first 90 days at Impex Pre-Owned. Come check out the best selection of pre-owned vehicles and test drive your next ride today. Ask about our first-time buyers program. Hurry on over to Impex Pre-Owned, 8989 Asheville Highway in Boiling Springs. We can get you driving, no matter what.
8: There's something special happening year round in the
0: city of Spartanburg including a variety of seasonal events and festivals. Downtown Spartanburg offers several great options for retail shopping, as well as a great selection of restaurants and bars where you can have the fish and chips at Delaney's Irish Pub, you can try something off the new menu at RJ Rockers, or even catch a game with friends at Main Street Pub. If you're looking for something family-friendly, check out the Music Trail or the Sparkle City Mini Putt, which is always free to play. For more information on upcoming events, check out the city's Facebook page, The City of Spartanburg. Always doing.
9: Image Printing is the only shop in the upstate
7: that prints signage, decals, banners, t-shirts, wide format printing, full color paper printing, and offers graphic design services all in-house. And now Image Printing is offering custom T-shirts with no minimum quantity. That's right. Image Printing now offers direct-to-garment printing, which means you can get your design printed on a T-shirt, whether you want one or 1,000. Visit Image Printing at 845 California Ave across the street from the Spartanburg County Detention Center. Call (laughs) 864-583-8848.
4: And welcome back to Fort Sparks. Fox, Fort Fort. Spartanburg. (laughs) I'm sorry. Uh, I'm going to give a little bit of a different deal here. I'm going to give some of the NHRA results. They out there on their west coast swing the last weekend. They was at the Mile High Dragway. Thin air up there. They have to turn in blowers more, which means they have to put more fuel to them cars. But uh, top fuel went to Leah Pritchett for, I mean, Leah Pruitt for Tony Stewart Racing. Uh, Robert Hite took the Funny Car Division, and uh, Matt Harford took Pro Stock Division, and since we're talking about uh, NHRA, drag racing, I think we can call up Hank Gatton over at Greer
3: Dragway. Absolutely. He's our local drag racing guru.
2: Yep. Uh, How
3: Hank, are you doing this morning, Hank?
2: I'm doing great. How you doing, Ronnie? Hey, Alan? Hey, man.
3: Haven't uh, talked to you in a while. Hank, and it's, it's good to hear from you, buddy.
2: Oh, it's always good to hear from y'all. I appreciate y'all having me on this morning.
4: What's going on over at Greer Dragway?
2: Well, nothing today. Um, we into that uh, same problem that a lot of these racetracks has got. Uh, Alan. just the track bite situation. Um, all these tracks, the same deal with uh, all this uh, export. Can't get the material and uh we have to have track bite to spray the track you know for traction and all of them's running low and as far as we know we don't know when there's going to be another shipment come in so
3: i had uh, never thought of that as being a problem
2: yeah it is a problem now yeah I, I, um all, especially all your tracks around here and uh yeah now we have to limit what days we raised just like today was a uh, it was a regular bracket race today with a 490 Outlaws, so he's canceled the this race and moved it to August sixth, uh, which is a points race for us. So that way you combine the 490 Outlaws with a with a points race where you can only have to spray the track that day.
4: Yep, that's I, what I was. I fix- taught, Go ahead.
2: I talked with I talked with Mike Greer Thursday, and he's. He's got a lot less than two fifty-five 55-gallon drums left, and, and he told me it takes 15 to 20 gallons to spray the track each time.
4: That's pretty much what I was wanting to get at, about what was it going to do to your points situation. I know over at Cherokee Speedway and some of the other places, they'll, they'll either double up on a points night, they'll say that just one race is going to pay double points and stuff like that. It kind of makes the boys kind of... Uh, really dial the cars in for that double points deal, but uh, uh, how many points races have, do you think y'all gonna have left over there at Greer Dragway?
2: We got two left. We got two in uh, August, and so I know he. I know he wants to make sure that he's got enough track bite for those two, and then he's got a ten thousand dollar race coming up the first weekend in September. So I know he wants to make sure he's got enough. Uh, for that. Now, he's telling me, once again, I was talking to him Thursday night for our test and tune program that, um, supposedly VP is one of the companies that we get it from. Supposedly they have come up with a track by, um, ingredient for, uh, you know, it's all made here in the United States and they're sending it out to some different tracks from the try. And w- what we understand is it, not as quiet as, well, I shouldn't say it's quite as good because we don't know, but you've got to work it, you got to work it different. What we do, we spray the track. I mean, we, we drag the track with, with the rubber, the rubber off the tires, and then we spray the track with, the track bite.
3: Well, let me ask a dumb question here, Hank. Go ahead. Do you have to spray the entire track or just getting out of the hole?
2: You got to spray the entire track. Yeah, that's why it takes fifteen to twenty gallons. You spray, you spray from the start line to the finish line on both lanes.
4: So I, yeah, I also noticed that, I don't know if you watched the mile high deal last week at uh, Denver, but uh, uh, Leah Pruitt, she had uh, a one run because uh, her competition over there was actually leaking something on the track, so they made they made them shut it down right there
2: yeah that was in the finals that was uh sean and was leaking something and and uh she she had a, a buy run in the finals so yeah Jesse, see that's another thing if we have a problem just like uh last saturday we had a car that, he, he oiled the whole lane down well we had we had to get the scrubber out and, and scrub the whole racetrack. Well, then, then again, you got to drag the track, and then you got to spray the track again. Cause wow. the scrubber takes all that up. So that's that's the situation that all these track track uh, operators are in now. Just like Union Dragway, uh, they're open today, but they got the points race tonight. Um They're gonna wait till later tonight to open. Cause that's another reason we was, we didn't open up either. And the tents are supposed to be like 96 plus today. So, yeah. But like I said, it's mostly the, the track bite situation.
3: Well, I had heard just recently that in England they had to close down some airport runways because of the heat. Wow. So, with the yeah. kind of weather we're having, I can understand that.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's very dangerous. Oh. Uh, Get out there and you, and you do it. you don't take much, you know, to get overheated. Yep. Uh, you put them fire suits on and you put a helmet on. Uh, it's very hot. Yeah, you and I, when you get back, you ready to get it out, get off, get it off, you know. And right. The fan, because it's pretty warm.
4: Well, I I remember going back down to Spartanburg, Gregway, and Gene Fulton used to come down there with a Chevy two station wagon, and I'd look in there and see him with the helmet on. But he would actually have a, a horns coming out of a helmet with sheepskin, I think, on it. And uh, still got, it. got <laughs> it. Still got it. Still got
2: it. <laughs> still got
4: it. I'm sitting over there going, I mean, I was only, I was, I was only about seventeen or eighteen years old. I was looking over. I said, Who's this crazy guy driving this car? But boy, it sure would run. Oh yeah.
2: And he had on shorts too. I guarantee. Yeah. He had on shorts. Yeah. <laughs> I, I tell you this, Alan, a lot of people don't know this, but when he, you know, everything back then was, you know, was a four-speed, You dropped the clutch and, and let it eat. Yep. Before he would pull up onto right to the start line, a lot of people didn't know this, he would take his shoes off <laughs> and slide them right there on the seat. And I asked him one time, I'm like, why in the world was you taking your shoes off? He said, you can feel the engine, you can feel the clutch so much better with your feet. And he would take his—he said, "A lot of people didn't know that because he probably wasn't supposed to take them off anyway." <laughs> uh, but, but he took his shoes off and drove at uh, four-speed Chevy two with
4: socks on. Well, I had a '57 Chevrolet in high school. The only reason I took my left shoe off was so I could wrap my toes around the clutch pedal to pull the clutch pedal
3: back up off the floorboard. Because my clutch would stick, <laughs> but uh, I don't. And the, the the bad thing is, Alan, I don't have a problem believing that.
4: Uh, I just uh, I didn't have the zoom clutch and stuff like that that these other boys used to have. So I uh, <laughs> I had to I had to pull my clutch pedal back up
2: off the floor.
3: <laughs> well, Hank, how much racing have you gotten to do this this spring and summer?
2: Uh, well, I I hadn't missed any. Oh, uh, this like I said, this is the first. This is the first Saturday that we've been closed because of the track bite situation and the heat. So I hadn't missed any. Uh, and like I said I still got these two more left plus the $10,000 race and uh, for, for Greer, for sure. And then I know Union Dragway's got uh, next weekend, they got a two-day. They got a Saturday and a Sunday. I think it's $2,500 to win each day. I'm going to make that one or those two for sure. So I I got a good bit left. I got, I probably got six, eight races left, I hope.
3: Well, tell all of our listeners about the gassers.
2: Well, we don't, I don't know a whole lot about the gassers anymore because we don't run them over at Greer anymore. Okay. They, uh, they, uh, they, they do their own thing other places. Right. But, uh, he didn't have a gasser race this year, and hopefully he might have one next year. But the gassers, I mean, I know a good bit about them. You know, they, I know they—they're uh, supposed to be like period correct. Can't be anything older than a '67, I believe it is. Uh, has to have four. Has to have a, a four-speed or a five-speed. Uh, has to have a straight axle front end. They are limited to like a i want to say a nine and a half or ten inch tire and uh and I know there was three of them over at or Thursday night testing and uh, you know they don't they don't put their time on the on the scoreboards, but when you're sitting up on the tower, you can see what they run and they flying they flying i for for what they are, yeah. <laughs> They get on with it. I mean, yeah, you got like, oh, man, that's moving for a, for a period correct. or probably weighs 3,500 pounds, you know? So, yeah.
4: But until I walked down to full wide up there at Charlotte for autism walk up there that they had up there, I did not realize what them tracks were like uh, as far as the, the grip that they have on them and stuff like that. You walk down there. If you walk down there in tennis shoes, you you're just making that squeaky sound all the way down through there. And I really did not realize. I said, "Man, this has got to be something else here."
2: That's cause of that track, bite. Yep. Yeah. On a on race day, you, uh, a person really can't even walk down through there with a pair of tennis shoes on. It'll pull them, it'll it'll pull your shoes off, even down half track. You know, like I said, we spray the whole track. I've seen it pull people's shoes off down there towards the finish line.
3: Now that's sticky.
2: That's sticky.
3: (laughs) So needless to say, you're not going to wear any flip-flops around it.
2: Oh, it's funny to watch people come out there that's never been and, you know, and one of their buddies tires up or they have to start to push him off the track and they got flip-flops on or
15: something
2: (laughs) Yeah, there ain't nothing left but uh, that little the little part that goes on top of your foot. The <laughs> bottom part is still down there on the racetrack. So yeah. <laughs> I I have seen people pull come out there and it pulls their shoe off and they go to step back to get their shoe and pull their sock off. <laughs> so yeah. So that's how sticky that's how sticky them tracks are.
4: Well, Hank, uh I think we up against the commercial break here. Uh a okay. like to, th- to thank you for coming on today, and uh, I hope you all look in the world and getting some more track back there and uh, getting y'all's program back up and running.
2: All right. I'd like to thank my uh, sponsors, if you don't mind. I yeah, go ahead. Three, three good ones. I got Vaughn Belton out of Spartanburg, South Carolina. I got uh, Jim Wins and Sons, Auto Recycling out of Asheville, and uh, Stacy Hall Racing Engines out of, out of Fulton Competition.
4: All right. That's great. That's great, and uh, we've gotta keep him sponsors in there. But without them, we will not be able to race. Absolutely not. So, uh, thank you for coming on. Hope yeah, you and good- keep
3: us keep us appraised on that uh, sticky stuff. If if it gets any easier to get,
2: or Yeah, I, I, if I find hopefully I find out something in the next week or so, and I give y'all a call back on Saturday morning. Like I said, I pre- I appreciate y'all having me on this morning. It's always a pleasure. To get to be on the uh you, you fox uh radio station there and i appreciate it
3: thank you hank uh it's hank right. guyton he's our local drag, drag strip air, uh, expert of course now alan knows a lot about it but hank does it all the time
4: i just kind of watch a little bit of it on tv now danny's got a drag car sitting down there in the shop oh but, i didn't know uh, that oh yeah danny's got danny used to drag race before he got into dirt racing okay and, uh he got a little Chevy two down there. It's got the fiberglass front end stuff on it. Had a big block in it and got everything in it. But, uh, uh, some reason we went over to the dirt racing deal and, uh, we had fun there. So, uh, uh
3: well, let's take this commercial break and we'll be back. I'll try to give Greg a call. See if he's up to talking for a little while and we'll be back. Cause you've been listening to start your engines on Fox sports Spartanburg
14: low prices big selection quality customer service that's nissan of greer get big savings on over 300 new nissans shop our large selection of used vehicles including nissan certified pre-owned plus we're the place for commercial fleets for expert service and if you need credit come and get it ask about military college grad and mobility assist savings too Hurry to Nissan of Greer today. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Call 864-479-1197 for more details.
13: Business owners, have product or material you need moved, shipped, stored? Upstate Logistics in Spartanburg has the expertise in transportation and warehousing you're looking for in Spartanburg County and beyond. For over a decade, Upstate Logistics has provided businesses with storage and logistics services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. Upstate Logistics, proud to be a part of our community, serving Spartanburg County and beyond since 2005. Upstate Logistics. Keeping your business and inventory moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. That's UpstateLogistics.com.
6: Speedy Lube and Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway, and Inman lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASE certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust speedy lube in inman open weekdays from eight till six for fast fare and friendly service visit speedy lube asheville highway in inman
16: you can't predict what is going to happen but you can plan when was the last time you reviewed your financial plan Financial advisor Trent Lancaster and Jannie Montgomery Scott's Spartanburg office can help you plan for the what-ifs to guide you in working toward a secure financial future that keeps you on track to meet your financial goals. A financial plan can help you with goals such as planning for retirement, educating your children or grandchildren, and passing on your wealth to the people and causes that are most important to you. Take the first step. Let Trent help you establish a plan today designed to protect you for whatever happens tomorrow. Call today at 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282 or visit trentlancaster.com. Jenny Montgomery Scott LLC member FINRA, NYSE and SIPC.
12: River Falls Plantation, a Gary Player signature course, is open to the public. Membership opportunities are available, though, including family, corporate, and individual memberships. They offer a discounted membership for seniors over 60 and juniors under 30. But you heard me right. You don't have to be a member to play at the beautiful course at River Falls. Don't have time for a full 18? Why not nine for just $25 every Monday through Friday? Schedule your tee time today by calling 433-9192 or go online to riverfallsgolf.com.
1: Spartanburg's radio home for Gamecock football. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM, WSBG Spartanburg. It's a beautiful day for the beach, or an afternoon hike, or perfecting your three-pointer at the park. Where you're spending your day may be up for debate, but stopping for an icy treat at McDonald's is not. Now try new Frozen Coke and Frozen Fanta Wild Cherry or Blue Raspberry. Get any size for just $1.69. It's more than a drink, it's a McDonald's drink. Ba ba. Prices of participation may vary. Limited time only. Cannot be combined with any other offer or meal. Coca-Cola and Fanta are registered trademarks of The Coca-Cola Company.
3: Start us up, Alan.
4: All right, let's. right. Uh, we're about to lose, leave one series out, and that's the Xfinity Series last yeah. week that was at Loudon, New Hampshire. And was and, a really good race. And since Perry's not here, and we got Jeremy Clements, which we sponsor part-time on the circuit, uh, Jeremy had his best finish of the year so far. Right.
3: Uh, and didn't have anything at the end to mess him up. like he has several times matter of
4: fact he had a little bit of good luck at the end of the series absolutely at the end of the day he had a sixth place finish but uh after post-race inspection the nine car of grayson noah grayson and the 10 car of Landon castle were disqualified for height rules on their car and uh one was too low on the front the other one's too low on the rear so uh jeremy actually got moved up to a fourth place finish a local driver here in spartanburg south carolina uh congratulations to jeremy on that fourth place finish at Loudon, new hampshire Uh, moved him up in the points and uh but uh a lot of good racing was going on there in the xfinity series uh trevor bain he's uh making a deal of he's coming back into racing after a little bit of a brief uh what i call hiatus from racing and uh but uh, I'd like to see what he done with between him and Landon castle with eight laps left to go. Uh, Trevor Bayne got into Landon castle, kind of moved him up the racetrack and, uh, Trevor Bayne kind of thought he'd done landing bad. So, uh, he actually give the spot back to him. Uh, and then two laps later, just passed him clean. Like he was, I ain't going to say supposed to, but, uh, just a good j- con gesture of, uh, what Trevor Bayne done on the racetrack. And, uh, but the uh, deal between uh Noel Grayson and the Lebma Hemrick, they just uh they just add it like uh like the eleven and the one. <laughs>
3: like cats and <laughs> like,
4: dogs. Like cats and dogs. And listen, but... we've
3: got a, a caller today that is our oh. special guest who's been at home for a couple weeks now, Greg Moore. Greg, how you feeling this morning?
18: Well, uh I hate to say but I really don't feel too good. My heart's in the right place. And...
3: <laughs> well, we always know that.
18: Was, we're looking forward to seeing poking and everything. Before we go any further, I, I do want to thank all of our sponsors. Uh, the, uh, you know, Clary Delaney, uh, Trent Langster, and all the people like that. But the big, the big event that's going on today is our host Perry Wood is marrying off his baby daughter.
3: Absolutely.
18: And and that is a very very big event. I'm not going to be able to make it to it because it's gonna be about two weeks before I can even get in a car.
3: That's right. Hannah knows you love her.
18: Well, I know that and and, and, and I love, that, that, to me, uh, Perry's kids are like my kids. you know what I'm saying? I mean we just Absolutely we just, we go, we go back a long way, but uh no, uh well basically wound up happening. I I just uh I looked like I was in a car wreck or something or either <laughs> A, a, a middleweight, or, 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 or anyway.
15: Well, uh, Greg, we, we
18: all—I was on the losing end of whatever happened, but I did have a head-on collision, not not on the road,
3: <laughs> but the floor. Well, Greg, you and I are both of the age and infirmity that we still fall real good. We just don't land too well.
18: Yeah, but yeah, but we can fall good, but 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 the, the, these abrupt stops. <laughs> you know, I, I can't ever find a soft spot to, to, to fall into or nothing. Oh,
3: absolutely. Well, I'm just it, glad you're, you're up and kicking.
18: Well, I just want everybody to know, say, I, I'll be back in a couple of weeks.
3: That's great. That's good news for us and the listeners.
18: And, and we'll, I've been working on some stuff, and my friend Larry Burrow, who's uh, certainly don't, he said, I ain't talking on the radio or nothing, but he's. He's in charge of our, our simulator program, right? And he has really carried that thing a long way. There's more to that stuff, and we got uh, that was Nelson Grozer's last project, and Larry's a computer expert, and uh, and then I, I know the history in, in a lot of them, but and uh, ours is, a, is 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 a little better than most. We don't. The only thing we don't have is the hydraulics, but. Uh, what, what I'm gaining but looking forward, we it, it should be within about another month capable of actually uh, running the cars like the new cars now. And we're going to let the computer or the simulator uh, and Larry the Pen, you know, give him a pick or the computer pick. Right. And I, I, I think that that'd be real interesting because it, it'd be backed up with uh, not only his knowledge of racing, which is, is real deep, uh, especially with more engineering, but, uh, there's, there's a whole lot to that deal. And we, it, let's put it this way. It, it, this thing ain't no play for, but oh, absolutely! it, it, it is. It, it is the, the official simulator for start engines and Hopefully, we're going to be able to put that in use here maybe in a couple of months. It, just for the heck of it. Just just have some fun to see just what. Because a lot of these drivers, they'll tell you Martin Truex and Earnhardt Jr., all the former one drivers, and there's a whole lot of people. A lot, almost all these young kids, well, they're not kids, the young men. Uh, they, they, they've they learned the racetracks and stuff on each other. And it's plum spooky. I never have even attempted to drive it. You got to go with the different scales. Uh and they always throw a big name driver in. Oh, uh, uh, or Denny Hamlin in there or something. So they they, they
3: keep you on your toes. I know. Listen, Greg, we've got to move on. We got about eight minutes left to finish up talking about what we need to be talking about. We appreciate you bringing us up to date on the the simulator.
18: Yeah, and like I say, it it. It's, it's still in progress. It's still gonna be a be a couple of months. But uh, the big the big news of the day is, and I, I'm I'm thrilled to death for, and I'm thrilled to death for for, for Perry and, and Giannis and everything. It's uh, he's got two wonderful kids and his daughter is beautiful and yeah. I found a nice guy and everything. And I, I hate I'm not gonna be there. I will be in hard, but. Uh, that's what it's way As so, soon as I get where I can get in a car and get moving around a bit and with hurting lots of bad with these bruises, I will be back. But I'm going to let y'all go because I know we've got a busy schedule. And uh, uh, I also want to thank my wife. She's, she's had to put up with me.
3: Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Greg, listen, we got to go, buddy. I'm glad you're feeling better, and we will talk to you. I'll call you this afternoon. Yeah out and catching some fish yep <laughs> all right that was our buddy greg moore he's feeling better not quite ready yet to come back to the show but everybody keep him in your prayers he had a pretty bad fall
4: yes he did but uh talking about that race simulator the one biggest thing i like about a race simulator is you get in a crash and you just push a reset button <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole lot better than yeah, taking it to the that's, garage that's a whole lot better than taking it to the garage and talking about taking stuff to the garage, uh the SRX series. Yeah. That's on CBS last week. And I hope a lot of people didn't do
3: like I did and forgot to watch it.
4: Uh it was on dirt. Uh whenever they say dirt, you know it just uh, I've got to sit and watch it. Uh Tony Stewart got to win. It was at Ken Schrader's racetrack, we guest that we had on the show here not too long ago. Yeah. Uh he was in they was in Peavy, Missouri up there. Like I said, Tony Stewart got the win. I think this was race six, only one race left. And from what I hear, that Bobby Labonte, he's got the points lead for the championship. Uh, also, that night, we got to give a shout-out to Haley Deegan. She
3: was she had she, a good race going, she, didn't
4: she? She had a good race going uh the car got to running hot, and I think the SRX crew did not realize <laughs> that dirt, cars
3: have a tendency to do that to
4: run hot if yeah. you don't have a, what we call a shaker screen you have a screen up front but then right behind that screen but right before the radiator you're supposed to have what we call a shaker screen i'd like to call uh tony up and tell him about this deal of you just you have it on hinges to where once dirt gets back there you got a finer screen there and it catches the finer screen catches that dirt when it comes through and then it it Whenever the driver runs down in the corner, slams on brakes, it shakes it forward. It, it just slams back and forth, what and it does.
3: tonight's race has something special going for it.
4: Yes, it does. Uh, they've got uh, a father and son that's going to be racing tonight. That is the Blaney's. Uh, right. Dave Blaney and Ryan Blaney. Everybody knows that David Blaney was a sprint car uh, back in. Uh, that's one thing I'm, I'm missing a little bit here. You know, I used to love to watch him sprint cars on dirt. You know, whenever they go to the Knoxville nationals, they, they have the king of the king. Uh, Steve Kinsler was sit there on that big ground right. and stuff and had the, the Cape on and stuff. But, uh, like I say, the, a good deal tonight, if you, uh, can't make it to one of our local tracks, just turn it over to CBS and, uh, you can watch this SRX series on dirt. And, uh, like I say, uh, the boys there, hopefully this week, uh, instead of filling up Haley Deegan's car with, uh, they had uh, bottles of bottled water, bottles of bottled water. They didn't really have a water bucket and it showed them <laughs> guys. I think the camera kind of caught them. And then uh, I think somebody said, uh, let's, let's kind of show this off to the side.
3: And one more special thing on, on the, on the race today, Todd Bodin Bodine.
4: Yep. Uh, Todd Bodine in the truck series is going to be making his 800 start. Uh, the trucks is going to be starting here at Pocono at 12 noon. That's right. Any at, minute now. Any minute now. And uh, I think the trucks qualifying has uh, was rained out it's, yesterday.
3: They're going to do it about 1030 this morning.
4: Okay. So uh, hopefully they got that in. And then uh, right after that, the truck series at Pocono at 12 noon, you got the Xfinity series going to be racing right. There. So, uh, and there's, I think they're starting about five. That's going to be, that's going to be pushing it for darkness, it. especially there's one thing about Pocono that, uh, you'll see, uh, a bunch of tore up race cars. Yes, Uh, uh cause so, there's some hard hits in that Arca race last uh, night. There was some hard hits in that Arca race. Takes a lot of time to clean up it. Cause whenever you hit it, either busts just the radiator out of it or might oil down the racetrack and stuff like that. They had to stop the Arca race, uh, last night because of bad wreck coming off of uh I'd probably say turn one. They don't call it turn two, but yeah. Uh, they actually turn two is the tunnel turn. It's halfway down the I'd say the back straightaway or whatever. <laughs> right. But uh a lot of good racing going on at Pocono and uh like I say, uh also uh we can't I can't leave out Mr. Wilson. No. Mr. Wilson, uh his guy uh actually Mr. Wilson called me this earlier this week and uh he said ask me when was going to mississippi <laughs> he want me to go to mississippi to uh look at a race car uh-oh uh-oh so uh i think he got the urge yeah. that he wants to i think he's wanting to see that 25t back out on the racetrack. well he's too. not the
3: only one i'm i'm hoping y'all will get it out
4: uh but uh, i told him i said uh uh he said uh you know where to go i said well once we get to mississippi uh we'll find it <laughs> 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 so uh but mr wilson he'll probably be going to cherokee speedway tonight like i say he helps sponsors that john Ruggiero car over there john actually going to be bringing his 604 car he's going to leave his 602 car at home tonight okay because uh i heard that he's going to be stepping over into a open wheel modified car uh that's what uh kenny uh Kenny Wallace was driving the other week. Oh, okay. And Ken Schrader, the one I was telling you about, it has the stock front clip there and stuff. Uh, heard he went over and practiced the other night in that car. And uh, uh, it's going to be a different deal for him because uh, you're going to get down to a smaller tire with a whole lot more horsepower. And uh, it's going to be interesting for it, boy. Uh,
3: yes, it will. It,
4: it, you, uh, you, you're you going from a 602 uh, crate motor to a uh one i ain't gonna say makes a little bit more horsepower but it will so uh wish them all the luck in the world over at cherokee speedway tonight and uh wish our one of our guests here nathan showtime pierce today, yes. going going to harris tonight hope he makes it 604 yeah. Yeah. i mean 500, 500 504. 504 i got these numbers mixed up here
3: yeah, and listen i, w- I want to thank you alan for all the show prep you did for today since you knew it was going to be just me and you here yep. and without that there might have been a lot of dead air. Now
4: we we got the silent speedways over here on the corner on the side. <laughs> I done thought about that but uh, like I say uh, Perry have a good afternoon don't forget about that first dance
3: absolutely and listen we'll have Perry back here in the studio with us next week hopefully in two weeks Greg will be back We've had a whole lot of fun here this morning. We're ready to take it on home. You've been listening to Start Your Engines. You've been listening to
1: Start Your Engines. Tune in each Saturday morning at 10 during the season. For the very latest in auto racing news, interviews, and guests from around the sport. To find out more or order Perry Allen Woods books on motorsports, visit McFarlandBooks.com. Start Your Engines has been a presentation of Fox Sports Spartanburg, LLC. All rights reserved.